All right, welcome back to the podcast to help you in Mr. Stories class. Today, this is for American history. This is going to be about the reformers that are in the White House. We've been talking about the progressive movement and how it pushed kind of all the limits that the people believed was the right way to uh, take over kind of the society to make society better. We talked about what the women did and how the minorities worked to push for these progressive movements and these changes. But we've all realized, and in the society we live in today, we realize that that doesn't happen unless the change is willing to come from up top. Well, the people in the United States finally made that choice that they wanted that change to come from the top. A man is going to start this process. His name is Theodore Roosevelt. He was a Republican. He was on this fast track to becoming a very prominent figure within American politics. However, the people in the Republican Party were very concerned about Theodore Roosevelt and kind of saying, you know, hey, he can't be our president because he's too out there. He's too radical. He wants too much change. And so they did the best thing that you can do for a young person to keep them out of the White House. We're going to make him vice president. That way, hopefully he matures basically by the time he takes over and calms down some of these radical thinkers. Or we can just move on without him and have a different person come in as a nominee. So he becomes vice president to help William McKinley win the vote. However, if you're vice president, you are always one heartbeat away from the presidency. If something happens to the president, you take over. And William McKinley was shot shortly after becoming uh, president of the United or reelected as the president of the United States in 1900. He was shot in Buffalo, New York, and he he passed away from it. And Theodore Roosevelt takes over. Now, Theodore Roosevelt was a progressive. And the first thing he's going to do is he's going to really step in against how business and government work. So he's going to step in to help uh, in a lot of labor disputes. He's going to step in when the coal miners went on strike and wanted a pay rise. And he worked, He sympathizes and works with the miners to get them their pay raise. He steps in uh, to force collective bargaining in a lot of taste, in a lot of ways. He's also going to step in uh, on the railroad company and say that the interstate uh, commerce... Excuse me. The Interstate Commerce Commission is going to step in and really make sure that the railroads are kind of not just helping shippers from things. And they passed the Hepburn Act, which gives them greater power, the ICC, and allows them to basically set what the maximum shipping rate is. So if you want to send somewhere, something somewhere, you have to kind of stop what it's you know you have to prevent it from going too hard too far he's going to set up what is called the trust buster legislation which is legislation that uh is going to fine you know you know not just the railroads but all types of industries for having too much uh power or say over things he wants to break up monopolies and make sure we have a fair say as the American people throughout this. He's going to set up the Meat Inspection Act and the Pure Fruit Food and Drug Act, which allow for random inspections of all these places to make sure that, you know, things are managed appropriately. Make sure the meat you're getting is what they say you're getting instead of something else. Because back then when you bought meat, you didn't know what you were getting and it could have been anything. Uh, we're good. He's going to step out to manage the environment. He's going to make sure that federal irrigation projects are happening. He's going to have different preservations throughout there. He's going to set up national forests. He's going to do all of these things so that basically we can keep 
you know, parts of the America woods. We don't want it to just become one big city because then we lose our natural resources and we didn't want to lose all of our natural resources. We still wanted, far or he still wanted farming to be a part of the American landscape. So he's going to establish more national parks than anybody ever has in the history of our country. He's also going to make some changes about uh, how we can deal with the with the water supply within our nation. He's gonna pass something called the National Reclamation Act, which again, sets up irrigation projects. So he spends money to set up all of these irrigation projects so that the people can have it. He worked hard to make change for the people. Theodore Roosevelt was a Republican that in modern days wouldn't have been a Republican, but instead he would have been considered more of a Democrat. A new direction in presidential politics starts with Roosevelt. Taft comes in. He kind of has a little bit of different of agenda. He did not lower tariffs as much as Roosevelt did, but he was still also at the same time, you know, somewhat of a of a trust buster. He was also somewhat of a progressive, but he walked a much harder line to it and wasn't as progressive as Theodore Roosevelt was. And Theodore Roosevelt basically decided that, listen, you're going to not, you're going to take the things that I am trying to do. You're going to take all these great and wonderful things that I've worked on in this country and you're going to ruin them in four years. And so Taft comes out and just, he does, he, he changes almost all of the policies that he had. It was similar to Obama did all these things for healthcare and all these things for all these other people in the world. And then Trump came in and slowly started reversing it. Taft did the same thing. Well, the problem that changed with that was uh, that there was no term limits. So Theodore Roosevelt ran again. And when Theodore Roosevelt ran again, it split the Republican Party's vote and it allowed a Democrat to take over. And that Democrat was a man by the name of Woodrow Wilson. And Woodrow Wilson is going to come in and he is, wants to push more regulation on the people. He wants to have more of a progressive movement within the United States. And the first thing he starts is a new tax on income. So the income tax is passed by Woodrow Wilson. It becomes actually an amendment to our Constitution. It is the 16th Amendment, and it forces you to have to pay an income tax, but that money then is supposed to get recycled back to you. He's also going to set a regulation on commercial banks because the banking system was corrupt, and he thinks that every bank needs to establish a monetary policy. He also pushes for a Federal Reserve Act, and that's, the Federal Reserve Act is going to really kind of break how we use the banks and how the banks is done. He sets up something called the Federal Trade Commission or the FTC, which again, kind of sets preventing monopolies and he prevents these practices that lead to monopolies. And he sets up the Clayton Antitrust Act, which strengthens the original Sherman Antitrust Act to prevent monopolies. He's going to push to gain right, workers' rights and workers' you know, movements and help all of the workers throughout the world as they go through kind of trying to figure out what the next step is. And then he's going to, you know, just really push how we can use our land and push outward instead of just upward like we were doing. 
As all of this is going on, it asks the big question of what is the legacy of the progressives and the American economy expanded because of the progressives, but also the role of the government expanded because of the progressives. And some people will say that is a good thing. Others will say that is a bad thing. But a lot of the problems that the progressives saw back then are still happening today. And because they are still happening today, it is this process of leading uh, which which one's right? Who has done the right thing to really help establish a better America for for the rest of the world? With that being said, that is the end of the podcast for today. Have a great weekend. Remember that the progressives were helping to fix the problems and the moderates wanted to stay the same. Have a good rest of your day.